You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with me, as always, is the Beavis to my butthead, the Doug to my Skeeter, the Norbit to my Daggett, the Tommy to my Chucky. What? What? <laughs> what are you laughing about? We, th- we discussed this earlier. I didn't think you were going to run through the whole, like, shebang. Those were supposed to be, like, in the bank for you for another time. Uh, well, I, I ran through half of them. I ran through half of them. <laughs> Anywho, it's the RevCap. RevCap. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're just here. We're going to uh, talk some more 90s for you. Yeah. It's, it's our era. Because it's been a while <laughs> since we've talked about the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. So uh, we're going to do a little combo, combo of uh, 90s technology, which kind of goes from television, well, not necessarily, uh, kind of television, um, yeah, television, phones, video games, computers, because, you know, the, the, the big computer boom really happened in the 90s, so. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to, uh, we'll jump in. Do you do you want to just take my notes and just go through and we can read them, or do you want me to read these notes? Go ahead and read them. You can, and you'll just throw in your... Yeah, we'll your talk opinion. about it. So let's... We'll just go through one by one. Some of these we'll be talking about longer than others. Um, and um, if you would like to participate in any of this, um, we can we can read some of the socials off now. Yeah. Um, you can email us at thewickedks at gmail.com. You can uh, use our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter socials. Our handle is at thewickedks. You can do patreon.com forward slash wikiks, $3, if you want to give us a ring. If you want to be on the show, let us know. If um, you want to, you know, mention anything that we potentially miss, because I know I'm going to miss a few things, because as 90s tech as we're talking here, I was born towards the tail end of the 80s. So the first few years of 90s technology, I wasn't really around because I I was a small child. Yeah. So if I miss anything that you deem fairly important, please let us know. And we will first apologize for missing it. And then secondly, we will talk about it. Because there might be things that we have in the U.S. that they don't have anywhere else and vice versa. Yeah. So you might have something that's completely different from what we have. Exactly. It's all about inclusion. We all want to, yeah. you know, we want to, you know, talk and, you know, branch yeah. out to the rest of the Wicked Nation out there. Yeah, and we also want you to be on the show. We uh, we have a new availability now. You can right. give us a call, and right. we can get you on the show. Right. If you want to talk nineties, you know, nineties uh, technology or nineties anything with us, let us know. If you want to talk sports, the only thing we don't talk about is politics and religion. There's plenty of nonsense out there for that on podcasts. You can go find that elsewhere. We're here for fun and entertainment. Exactly. So, um, so first things first, the pager. 
And the for, pager. Those, for those of you out there who are like, ooh, what's a pager? Basically, it was a small little device that if uh, someone was unable to get a hold of you, so if I was trying to get in contact with Kyle before everybody had a cell phone, you would have a pager and it would say, you know, you could put call me ASAP or call me whatever, and you would leave a number and then the person would see the pager and they would see the number and they would get to the nearest. I didn't add this in. I'm going to add it in right now. Pay phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> Drop down 25 cents or whatever. Yeah. In the olden days before, they were like five cents. You put a nickel in and you right, could right. call somebody. Now it's, right. well, and at that point in the 90s, they were, they bumped it up to 25 cents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 25 cents, you make your phone call, hey, what's going on? And, you know, they, you know, you made sure everything was good. Yeah. Sometimes it was good news. Sometimes it was bad news. I did not, I know of people who had a pager. I personally did not have a pager because, again, I was a small child. Yeah. We actually, when I worked at the hospital, um, we had pagers the people would would set the pagers up to like if we needed to call an extension they'd be like hey call extension blah 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 and they'd send it out on a pager and i'm like we're in the 2000s now who's pages anymore Mm -mm. i know they they changed it pretty quickly after i left but yeah (laughs) um let me get to the uh hold on just a hot second here okay um we can talk about uh Nokia phones. Mm. Nokia was the first, I think, that I remember, the first big company that came out with cellular phones. You had your big, giant, brick-looking phones, <laughs> which were basically just for, I think, business folk. It wasn't it wasn't a common person thing to have a big, bulky-ass phone where you had to take the phone out and then pull the cord up to be able to hear. Oh, yeah. Right. So you had those, and then you had the smallest little tiny fits-in-my-pocket Barbie size, Barbie size phone. <laughs> Shit on it all you want. A, it had Snake for a game, oh, so you Snake, had a game yeah. you could play. And B, that fucking battery life lasted forever. Oh, dude, you could not. You, you would be able to. I'm not even kidding you on this. You could charge your phone at 100, percent and it would still, unless you used it like all the time, which obviously there was only so much you could do on your phone. Yeah, that battery would last easily a day and a half, if not more. Oh, it used to last more than a day and a half. I, I remember they used to last like at least three or four days. Yeah. Like they used to Could last Could you imagine that time. nowadays? A phone battery that lasts three or four days, you ain't got to charge it? Yeah. Well, the difference is now, like back then, like you said, we didn't have, there was nothing to play on those phones. Right. You, you basically, you, I'm literally right now holding essentially a computer in my hands. Exactly. So that yeah, makes- Yeah, you can play, watch videos. I mean, you can do so much now as compared do, back you then. You can do everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Nokia phones were the, uh, the talk of the town for a while and. Yeah, those were pretty cool. Of course they were. They were. I remember as we got a little bit older too, and they, they started evolving, like they became like the razors. Yeah. Where you could, or like the slide out keyboard where you could pop it open and mm-hmm. it would have the keyboard there and you tick, 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 tick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make life a lot easier. Oh yeah. T9. T- oh, T9 was horrible. T9. If you don't know about T9. Any of these um, Gen Zers, you would have been in for a terrible time. Oh, they have no idea what it was like. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like. Don't I don't want to hear you complain about, oh, I couldn't believe this. No, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. The other thing that most business personnel or business folk had was car phones, which was the first. Mm. It was kind of a late 80s thing, and it was an early 90s thing, but you had to have a lot of money because mm. you were probably a business person. And that was... and Now we have car phones everywhere we go. Right. <laughs> but... I'm going to say, ready? This car phone, it came 
attached to a cord. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Everything was corded back then. Oh, good it Lord. was. It was. Everything was corded back then. Um, But yeah, car phones were the big thing. Small Nokia phones. Uh, cordless phones were a big thing. And I think, I want to say the, maybe the early or mid-90s. I didn't really do research on it. I could be wrong. And if I am, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean... You know, being able to have a, a phone that you could just walk around the house with as opposed to having to go out to your local store and having to buy a 50-foot or 25-foot cord or whatever you needed <laughs> to be able to just walk around the house like a boss, you know? Oh, yeah. Now that you have a cordless phone. And that was the other thing that sucked, too, because once upon a time, the internet was a dial-up internet. So you had to have a phone line to be able to use the internet. And uh, I know this is going to sound crazy to everybody, to some people that are listening. Um Let's say, for instance, you know, Kyle's using the phone. If Kyle's using the phone, I can't use the internet. Just like if I'm using the internet, Kyle can't use the phone. So if there was an important call coming through, you wouldn't. You're SOL. You'd have to wait. You'd have to wait and hope for the best, and you wouldn't be able to use the internet. Yeah. So you'd have to tell somebody, like, my parents go to sleep at like nine o'clock. Yeah. I'll call you at like 901. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Having secret phone calls underneath a a blanket fort or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Who are you talking to at one o'clock in the morning? Nobody. Talking to Joey. (laughs) We're discussing what we're going to do this weekend for our slumber party. I met him on AIM. That's weird. What is this aim you speak of, Kyle? That's a 90s thing. It is a 90s thing. Um, aim, AOL. AOL Instant Messenger and MSN Messenger. MSN, yeah. And whatever else. And it was the it was the hip way to talk to your friends. You would get home from school and you would get on aim and you would, you know, keyboard. You would message everybody via keyboard and just talk about stuff and send emojis at each other or whatever. Oh, early day emojis, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But that was the that was the way to connect with your friends. Um, like I said, if you had to make a phone call, you had to hope that they were there. And also another thing that I think was would be the caller ID. That was pretty oh, helpful yeah. too, because obviously, you know, if you if you know who's calling you, you can choose or whether or not you wanna you wanna answer it or not. So yeah, um, texting, texting on cell phones. Uh, yeah, that was the T nine, right? So. Here's the crazy thing for you Gen Zers out there. Once upon a time, you could text, but you had to pay per text. Oh, yeah. So you, you had to make sure, like, you, you kind of had to, like, abbreviate things, or you kind of you couldn't just, like, write, you know, a long novel because you were only allowed so much space. But I do remember in probably, I think I started texting in, like, 2000 and... Five, I think I started texting with a um, with a with a girlfriend I was with at the time because yeah. she sent me a text message and I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm like looking at my phone and I'm like, huh? And I I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm texting you. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And <laughs> listen, it was still a fairly new thing in 2005. Okay, so yeah, um. I basically I had a I had a cell phone in high school. It was a small Nokia phone, and or it was actually it was a T Mobile. It was probably a Nokia, but it was a T Mobile phone. I literally had it for phone calls, so I could give a phone as so I could needed to call somebody to give me a ride home from school from from being after school or whatever for doing whatever activity, and I could call my dad or my stepmom or my mom or whomever I needed to call. Yeah. Outside of that, 
it really wasn't used for anything else. It wasn't used yeah. for texting. And my, my mom used to cover my bill for me. And she'd be like, what are all these text messages that are on here? And it, it actually showed like all the texts that you were sending. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> they were like, what are you, what are you sending these texts for? Like, this is going to cost extra money. And I'm, it was, it was pricey. I don't remember. It was like, I want to say it was like, maybe like a dollar. I don't know if it was a dollar a text, but it was like, it was it was pricey. I don't remember how much it was. Yeah, like you weren't doing it. You were doing it to be immediate. You weren't doing it to like just go back and forth and like have a casual chat. Well, she no. We were kind of having a casual chat, and I didn't know it would cost extra. I was just texting. She's but like, I'm saying the people that did do it with be, that knew it cost money yeah. probably were just doing it to be cat. Like they weren't doing it to be casual. It was like, hey, what time are we meeting today? Five o'clock. Okay, good. Well, I mean, if that's the case, why don't you just save the time and just call? Because people want to do the newest thing, which was text message. I guess so. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's true. Rich, right? Right. Um, to jump back quickly to the um, the internet stuff. So the World Wide Web slash Google, you know, Yahoo, all of that. That all came out in the nineties. It was obviously developed in the late eighties. Came out in the nineties. It was a big thing. I actually saw a historical video clip uh, channel from um, or page from Twitter, and it actually shows in like nineteen ninety four or five they have um people from the today show that were talking about like this new like internet thing and what's this weird at sign like what is that like what does that mean and <laughs> you know oh send us things at like at you know nbc or today show.com or something like what is that like nobody knew what it nobody was knew, yeah nobody knew what it was now it's commonplace now you use it as your password yeah <laughs> or you use it as a hashtag as a hashtag or yeah to direct you to another page or person. Right. right. So yeah. um, also with the internet came um, constant CDs from your friends at America Online, giving you the ability to download hundreds of hours of internet time because you we used to have to, you know, you used to have only so much internet time you could have. And once it ran out. That was it. Yeah. So I remember getting like, some people said those things were scams. I never used them because I never was on the internet a lot because the only time I was on the internet was at my mom's house. Yeah. When she lived um, in Connecticut still. And normally when I was on the computer, I wasn't like on AIM or anything. I was just playing computer games. Yeah. I distinctly remember having NHL 2001 on the computer. Why I did, I have no idea. But I did. <laughs> so um, nowadays, obviously, with your cell phones, you can be on the internet for an eternity and it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, another big uh, development in the 90s, uh, the DVR through uh, TiVo. TiVo. So, uh, you know, once upon a time, if you were a fan of, you know, 90s, late 90s, Attitude Era slash WCW Wrestling, you couldn't watch both at the same time. One had to be watched and one had to be taped um, if you were watching both. If you weren't, then it's whatever. Or if you was, you know, oh, I have to work on this night and, you know, the this episode of Friends or this episode of Seinfeld's on, I have to tape it. And you would tape it and go back and watch it. Um, or a movie was on, or something important was on, a sporting event, whatever, you would tape it. Uh, TiVo gave you the opportunity to record said de- said things on their device, like they do nowadays, and you could just... Do- nowadays, it's just, like, commonplace. Like, yeah, I could literally use my telephone... I could use my phone right now, go onto my Fubo account, find something that I want to record, hit the record button, and it's done. Yeah. Before then, it was a big process. You had to set the time to tape, make sure the tape was a fresh blank tape. You weren't taping over, like, your son's first birthday or your wedding anniversary or something important. 
Oh yeah. And then yeah. you had to make sure that you had like the labels and you'd write out the labels for whatever the, that particular event was. Yeah. And now everything is just streamed. You don't even have to worry everything about Everything is just streamed. Exactly. The, the unbelievable information that you have at your fingertips nowadays is mind boggling to me. I know. It's amazing. My kids can just take their tablets and they can watch any Disney movie that's ever been made ever. in an instant, instantly, <laughs> instantly. Yeah. Just jump onto a Wi-Fi as long as it connects or have it downloaded onto your tablet. Good to go. Yeah. You can watch any TV, any movie, almost anything. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. We, I mean, we have so much entertainment at our fingertips now. It's, it's, it's to the point where it's kind of too much. Yeah. Because yeah. there's all, you know, I mean, you know, like Roku has their streaming service and you've got Apple with their streaming service and there's now Paramount Plus. There's, you know, Peacock, there's Discovery Plus, like everybody has Disney Plus, all these, they they all have their own shit. Yeah, and, and sometimes just, it costs too much money. And it's all, you know, and there's a, you know, like with Paramount Plus, there's like seven things under the same umbrella and it's just so overwhelming. And I mean, the price isn't too bad, but it's just, like I said, there's just so much shit to watch. Like you could complain, like, you know, obviously you could talk about TV in the nineties. You only, I mean, yeah, you got a decent amount of channels, but. Now it's just like, I don't know what to watch only because there's too much to watch. Yeah. And that's not even counting. You're talking about just streaming services. We're not even counting YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube. YouTube by itself. You could be on. I could be on YouTube easily for days and watch all the stuff that I'm supposed to be watching. Yeah. And that's just the stuff that you've seen. And there's other channels. I mean, there's there's millions of channels now. Oh, of course there are. I can tell you this right now. Hold on. I have... Exactly on the number, huh? 69 episodes to watch of Good Mythical Morning. Oh, good lord. So You're way behind. I probably should start watching those. I have 75 videos from the Up, Up, Down, Down Uno to watch. Not to mention the recent mm. four or five they've put out. I have a lot of just... Shit. Right. <laughs> right. If I wanted to go back and watch Dashy and all of his Mario Makers, I'd be on that forever. But the oh, other yeah. problem is a lot of those episodes are 45 minutes or an hour. And then I'm not... You know, there are some videos I can watch that are an hour long that I can cut through a lot of stuff and just kind of breeze through it. It doesn't matter. But some of those videos, I can't I can't cut through anything because I have to watch and see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you look at it, like even those Mario Maker videos that you were talking about, he, he had – and before he did the Mario Maker, he did the um, Happy Wheels. Yeah. And he had hundreds of Happy Wheels videos to yeah. watch. He did. He does his um, – he did his streams with uh, when he played Bully. He did uh, all kinds of stuff, but it's yeah. not '90s stuff. Yeah, but it, it leads into becoming you know how '90s was and then how it is now. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's good to compare both aspects. So along with DVR, we also were introduced in the late '80s to the early '90s to the CD slash DVD. Yeah, which that and then of course a portable DVD player. You were. You were high class. And technically, th- those are still around today. They are. I mean, I will say we have a... Um, Becca and I bought a portable DVD player for some of the road trips we took with the kids. And you can take the straps. You strap... Um, so you get you get um, the main TV, and then you get a smaller TV that you can put in the back seat or whatever. Yeah. So I would put the two TV. I give my daughter the TV that controls everything, and then the other TV I'd put on so my son can watch. And then we just bring DVDs. So then that way, 
There's nothing about, there's no buffering. There's no nothing. The only thing that the downside is, is when the movie's over, you have to hand me the stuff so I can give you the disc. So I think she knows how to put the disc in and change everything. And yeah, that's yeah. the only downside. But there are vehicles, cars and stuff now that come with preset, like that come with TVs or whatever, like mini TVs. Yeah. And you can, um, if you have the Wi-Fi hookup, I guess in your car, which yeah. costs more, but you can put, I'm sure, apps and stuff on there, and you can just put on whatever you want to put on, and yeah, the kids will be quiet for the duration of your trip. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. Like, there's so many ways now to watch your your stuff, especially in the car. Yeah, like even if you didn't have a TV, you could hook a tablet up to the back seat, and yeah, well, yeah. they hold their tablets, so oh, okay, and then eventually my son throws it, so. <laughs> Because he needs the touch. Oh, okay. But before there were DVDs, uh, I would watch all of my favorite movies on VHS tapes. VHS. I still have my uh, my parents had my first birthday recorded on VHS. Oh, nice. I'll have to show you at some point. I, I was a very intelligent one year old. Sure, I'm sure. I, you should have seen me, man. I had that that um, golden locks, curly afro oh, hair going on. Um, I was saying words by one. Oh, look at I, you. I, did, I was saying words. Like cupcake and cookie. Yes. Very, very, very intelligent words. Of course. <laughs> um, along with VHS tapes, which obviously is a 90s thing, but it at least was technology that we had in the 90s. Um, do you know the other thing that came with VHS tapes? The other thing that came with VHS tapes? Well, yeah. So if you were watching a VHS tape, you could either leave it in the the vhs player and rewind it or you could have a separate oh vhs rewinder yeah vhs tape rewinder which was a separate remember that a a separate device where you would slide the tape in it would rewind the spool back for you faster than it would on tv yeah and then uh, on the vh on the vcr itself yeah so I, i do remember those i think my parents had one of those at one point there are um they're harder to find now, but you can get like a VCR DVD combo. Yes. So I will say, I think we have one downstairs. Actually, I know I still have one. I don't know if it works though, but um, it is interesting to me how we were big on DVR for a, on, D, on DVDs for a while. Then Blu-ray DVD came out, which was supposed to be a little bit like better quality. Then it just kind of disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, kind of. You're going to blow out the candle? It's getting down to the bottom. There's only a little bit left, so I'm, okay. I'm going to let it cool down okay. and throw it out. <laughs> Stay present. Oh, you should have You should have uh, did some, like, Bray Wyatt shit. Ashes, ashes. <laughs> Run. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> um, so, let's keep going. So, so far, we've talked about the internet. We've talked about some DVR. We've talked about phones. We've talked about DVDs. VHS tapes. We're going to get to Adobe Photoshop because this is a fun fact that I did not know. Okay. <laughs> when Photoshop first released in the 1990, in 1990, it was available for only available for Macintosh computers and cost $895, Ooh. which in today's world would be $1800. Good lord. $1800 for Photoshop. That is brutal. Now you can use Photoshop in like 30 seconds and make a meme. <laughs> so yeah. in 93, Adobe ported the program over to Windows. Oh. So, but 
Jesus. I think you can still get Adobe Photoshop for I'm sure you can, Mac. but not for $895. No. I the, saw that. The most I've ever paid for a program was um, Final Cut. Final Cut's pricey, yeah. And I think I, well, actually, I didn't even pay for it. My grandmother got it for me as a gift. It's like $1,000, right? No, it was like 700 I think. I know when we got out of broadcasting school, I always, they said that, what was it? There was Final Cut and there was... Um, I believe it was Adobe, right? Was it Adobe? They yeah. said Adobe was better as far as like quality, but if you wanted to do things like rapidly quick, it was photo- Final Cut was the way to go. Yeah, Final Cut allows you to move a lot quicker through the program. But Adobe gives you a better experience as far as trying to set everything up and making it look as professional as possible. Yeah, I mean, either way, just, you just got to know how to use uh, Final Cut. Yeah, I I I did I did enough to pass and get a certificate from school, but and I I do I am kind of upset with myself with that because I wasn't I was kind of apprehensive with it because I wasn't like sure what to do and I should have maybe jumped in more and been more hands on because there was a lot of times where people were like like I didn't operate a camera once when we were in the TV side of it. Yeah, I, I usually was like, oh, can I just do the names or can I just do like the soundboard like. That's all I ever did. I was never the director of the show. I never brought the show back in. I never was the anchor for the show. I mean, I if I didn't have you, to be honest, I wouldn't have probably gotten through my projects. I wouldn't have known what to do for the camera, to set the white balance up, to set the height. I didn't know what kind of questions to ask. I mean, granted, my project kind of got screwed multiple times because the first time, the one that was set up for me, it got canceled. The second time, it rained, so I had to find something last minute, and they only had one fucking camera, so you kind of had to pick the weekend, and I'm like, okay, well, I have this week or this weekend to use it, but I can't use it because the thing that I was supposed to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know. I I mean, it it did work out, luckily, and I got my project done. It wasn't as good as I would have liked it to be, and I would have probably given myself, like, a C plus because it wasn't terrible, but. We got it done, and yeah. we were the first class to get all of our project done, which was impressive. Yeah, I mean, I, could, I, I would have rather have had it longer, you know, the camera, like to, to play around with it more and get used to it. Yeah. They, they, the hard thing is, is that they're like, oh, well, you can come in at any time and use it, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, but half the time it was never there. Half the time it was never never there, or they, you know, you would go in and you know they're like, oh well, you know, uh, somebody's already using it right now. You got to wait. Right, and I'm not driving 45 minutes to fucking Farmington to find out that something that I need to use isn't there. Yeah. So. No, yeah. Hey, we we passed. We passed. It is what it is. We passed. Hey, look at us now. Hey, look at us now. (laughs) Ten years too late. Yeah, yeah. If we would have jumped on the uh, the train long ago, we first off would have saved ourselves from all of the headache of the YouTube crap that we did, Mm. which is cringe and... If you find it, God bless you, but I'm not telling you what it is, because I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's, sure somebody will find it at some point. I, I know there's one or two people in particular, one person in particular that listens to this show that knows about it. <laughs> Please do not expose it. If you expose it, you have to sign up for Patreon. That's the that's the deal. That's the deal, yeah. You expo- How about this? I'm going to create a new tier for you, $100 a month. Right. <laughs> Here, if someone signs up for Patreon, if we get enough people to sign up for Patreon, we, re- we will reveal where it is on YouTube that you can find it, and you can watch at the horribleness oh. of the beginning stages of... The Wiki Case podcast. Yes, technically, it wasn't really Wiki Case. Well, we're going to call it the Wiki Case podcast because we don't need to know what the name... The humble beginnings of Cool Kyle and Rev Kev. There you go. 
The very humble beginnings. Very humble. Uh, we're going to get to the fun stuff now that was part of the 90s childhood. And we're going to start off with the uh, combination of the Walkman, Discman, MP3 player. Mm. Before there was um, iPods that let you hold a thousand or more songs, which that at that point, an iPod in the early 2000s, which was about almost about the size of my phone, maybe a little bit smaller. Yeah. The fact that it held up to a thousand songs, that was ridiculous ridiculous because oh yeah cds were depending on most cds came at like 80 minutes so that gives you generally about 18 to 20 songs that you could make as a mix or if you were just downloading illegally or legally <laughs> limewire uh, napster <laughs> napster yeah. um but if you were downloading a new cd from a new album from a band or whatever you could do that um but yeah, I mean, and then obviously the Walkman. I mean, the Walkman's been around forever as far as, you know, cassette tapes and stuff. The CD one kind of, you know, and the cassette thing kind of did this. I don't, I don't know how long the time frame for cassettes were. Like if you, and the other thing too was you were able to, if you heard a song you wanted to play on the radio, you could record it and put it onto your, onto your, um, your cassette and then have like a cassette of like your favorite songs. Or oh, yeah, yeah. The, then another thing that goes along with that that you didn't mention a toy that we used to have as a kid that kind of fell onto that category was the talk man. The talk boy. It's on there. Oh, the talk boy. I'm getting uh, there. I, talk boy. I'm yeah. getting there. Okay. All right. I'm getting there. I'm getting to the fun stuff. Getting to the fun stuff. Yeah, okay. I got it. I got it. I or the know. yak back, which was the, uh, the budget version of a talk boy. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't as elite as the talk boy was or talk girl, which was the same thing. Just pink, pink. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so MB3 players obviously gave you the ability to, you know, download songs and I think they had a little bit more space on an MP3 player, but now I have Spotify where I can listen to every fucking song ever made as long as they're on Spotify for $10 a month, for $10 a month with a CD a month with no ads. Yeah. With no ads. And I can listen to any new album that comes out. I can listen to old albums. I can make crazy playlists of my favorite songs. And when I was in the nineties and my, you know, teen years and all that stuff. Yeah. And I can have it at the click of a button, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. You Gen Zers don't know how good you have it. Believe me. Uh, the next thing, we're going to get into some toys here, and I, we're going to keep it, you know, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Ooh, I didn't personally have a Tamagotchi. There I were didn't. other toys that I was going to add, and I don't really know if they're considered tech. So we'll talk about them briefly now. Okay. At some point, if we do a toy category, they might be re-brought in, and that would be the Furby. Oh, the Furby. Which is for 90s tech, it was a, what would you call, consider it like a bird? Yeah, yeah. A bird, a bird, penguin. bird penguin-like thing that didn't start until you pulled out the, the tab, and then it wouldn't shut the fuck up. Oh, dude. And it would just go forever and ever and ever. Here's a good comparison for people out there that watch Bluey. A Chattermax. A Chattermax is basically like a Furby, where it just doesn't shut up. Yeah. And it was so loud and obnoxious. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd be, you, and it would just be walking into the room, and all of a sudden it starts screaming at you. Furby, and, Furby. Furby, hey. And it's like, oh, my Lord. And those things were expensive, too. Yeah. Those things were like, if I can remember, like, what, 50 bucks? Yeah, they weren't cheap. They were not cheap. Uh, also, I'm going to add in, only because it was a crazy time in the 90s, it was basically how the Cabbage Patch Kid era was in the 80s, mm. the Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, the Tickle Me Elmo. The Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s. It may make a return when we do a, a Toys episode of the 90s, Yeah, but 
Um, you want to talk about people beating the shit out of each other? People fought and scratched and clawed each other to get Tickle Me Elmo for now, Christmas because everybody <laughs> wanted one. And now you look at it and you're like, I would not, I would not fight or scratch or claw for that thing. Well, no, but I mean, obviously, if you're getting it for your young child, if you're, you know, if if my child, obviously, I have two kids. If my daughter was like, "Hey, this is what I want for Christmas," you try to make their dreams come true and give them exactly what they want. Yeah, you know, you've been good all year. You want to tickle me, Elmo? Then I'm going to get a tickle me, Elmo. I will say this: when there's a new toy that your child says they want, as soon as you see it, doesn't matter how much it costs, just grab the fucking thing. Grab it and put it in your attic or put it somewhere they can't find it so you have peace of mind. You know, it's like getting a Turbo Man. Oh, Turbo Man. <laughs> just, there you go. That's a 90s thing for you, too. <laughs> Get a Turbo Man and just be done with it. Don't don't wait till the last minute and then you can't find one and then you got to get like a bootleg one and it's not the same. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Um, We'll bring up the Talk Boy since Mr. Talk Boy over here wanted to bring up the Talk Boy. It was my favorite thing to play with as a kid. I did not have a Talk Boy. I wish I did. I did how not. I got into broadcasting is because I used to have a Talk Boy. I didn't and- have a Talk Boy. I had the Fisher Price, you know, like the Fisher Price uh, microphone thing from uh, the first Toy Story. Yeah. That's what I had. Oh, uh, okay. It, it, they were fun. Talk Boy. Well, I remember somebody had one and I like used it and. You could do all kinds of fun stuff. So you could record your voice regularly. Then you could slow it up. You could, you know, you could slow it down. You could speed it up. You could do all kinds of crazy shit with it. Um, popular, popular. <laughs> Want to help me out here? Uh, what, what are you looking for? As seen on the um, Home Alone movies, the Talk uh, Boy was. Yes. Yes. Oh, so it was popularly. Yeah. Pop. There you go popularly seen made by the yeah it was on you know specifically more the second one than the first one because the second one's where he kind of used it to his you know more of his because he didn't really use it in the first one he used it more in the second one i don't think he used it at all in the first one i don't think he did the second one he did because he filmed he recorded his uncle taking a shower which then he played back later to help him he recorded his voice then slowed the voice down to make it deeper so he could use his dad's credit card that he had Yep, and I that was when that. the credit cards weren't when they had to get swiped like this, mm-hmm. like through a machine or something. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> wow, it worked. Of course, it worked. It's your dad's credit card, kid. Yeah, <laughs> living the American dream. Oh yeah. Um, skipping talk boys. Um, Tiger handheld electronics. We've talked about these before. I don't remember when we talked about them, but I do know we talked about these at some point. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. What are they? Tiger Electronics. The individual games. That was like the Aladdin game, the Ninja Turtles game. Yes, okay. All that, yeah. So these were just, they were video games that had terrible screens or whatever. Yeah. You could only play them in the daytime if you tried to play them at night. Unless you you had like a a spotlight on top of you, you were screwed. Um, And they were just individual games for that particular system. So like I said, there there was Ninja Turtles, there was Aladdin, there was Lion King, it it made for yeah. hours of entertainment. My two favorite ones were MLB and Batman. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't see you as an MLB kid, but I respect oh, it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. You wait right. for the little thing to come and the ball would do 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 and click. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, it was one of my favorite ones. I mean, I may not have been into big sports, but the one sport that followed me as a kid was baseball because my dad was a huge fan. There you go. So that's why, I, like, he got me the baseball games. I'd play the baseball games. He's or... not a very good baseball player, though. 
Wow. Don't tell him that. I will. Don't tell him. He's got a terrible jump shot. Still waiting too. for him to get on the show. He'll be on eventually. Yeah. We'll we, get him one day. If we have to call him, we will. We'll have <laughs> yeah. him sit out. What should we do? We'll have him sit out in the car so the dogs don't attack him like he did with his uh, interview we had a couple weeks ago. He can just call us from the car remote <laughs> and we'll we'll call him and we'll be like, hey, let's do this. And Let's do this. I feel like it's easier if he just sits here, though. It, it would be. Or we could all just go outside, you know? Now, now that this is portable, we can go anywhere. That's true. We could. Go outside, just sit on the lawn. And, uh, um... We're going to get into more electronics because we're going to talk about uh, the original Game Boy. The original Game Boy. As yeah. well as the Game Boy Color. Mm, which I don't know. If, did the Color come out in the 90s? If it did, it was like late 90s. It was late 90s, yeah. Okay. So the Game Boy had this. I th- actually, I think it was mid 90s because I remember playing it when I was like seven or eight. And All right, I was fair born enough. in 88. So, so. The, so the original Game Boy had the same kind of back screen vibes of like this black and green screen. You couldn't see shit. But it was fun because. At least you had, like, the ability to, like, you know, it wasn't just because... It wasn't a specific game like Tiger was. You were able to change out Yeah, you could games. change your c- games, and yeah, it yeah, was, it was fun. And then the Game Boy Color was a... Obviously, it, it, it came in multiple colors, and yeah. it was a colored screen, and that's what you were looking for. Um, the other thing, too, was the... I don't remember what it was. So Sega came out with their own handheld version. I don't remember what it was called. The Sega... Oh shit! I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember either. I I would never played Sega. I was more of like a Nintendo or Game Boy person. Uh, hold on, bear with me here for a minute. Um, oh crap! Oh, for Christ's sake! Stop it! <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I had to throw one in there. So it's basic. It was basically. I don't remember what it's called. It's basically a Sega. Oh, a Game Gear. There you go. Oh, Game Gear. So okay. Game Gear was similar. It was a little bit bigger than a um, a Game Boy, and it came in color, and there was obviously games you could change out, but the battery life apparently didn't last as long as the Game Boy did. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Um, let's jump to... What else we got here? Um, I had both uh, the original Game Boy and the Game Boy Color as well. Yeah. I also here. had, and it came a little bit after, which was the Game Boy Advance. I had the Game Boy Advance too. Yeah, yeah. I came a little bit after um, Super NES, which is the um, predecessor, which which came after the original Nintendo, which came out in the mid mid eighties. I looked up and saw that's what it was. Yeah, um, I distinctly remember at least playing the original Nintendo and playing one of my favorite games, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, yeah, that was a good one. Which was you had to buy a gun, you plugged into the um, the Super Nintendo. Or Super NES, sorry, or the uh, sorry, the regular Nintendo, sorry, and um, you put the game in the cartridge, and then the little dog would come up and give you a countdown or whatever, and then you'd just use your gun and you'd shoot it at the screen and hope for the best and try to kill as many ducks as you could. <laughs> that yeah. was entertainment beyond it's simple entertainment. So when I was a kid, uh, a little bit later after that came out, I my mom had actually gotten me. A projector. It was a um, a projector game oh, called nice. Duck Hunt. Oh, nice! And it would project the ducks onto the wall, and you had a gun that was attached to the thing, and the duck would go up the wall and go, Ping! and it would go. Ping! Oh, nice! <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. So, but the Super NES, I can tell you this: I, for a long period of time, was a little bit behind on the uh, video game technology. Mm. When you know, all of my friends, his parents decided they were going to buy them. You know, GameCubes and Dreamcasts and PlayStations and PlayStation 2s and stuff. Your boy was over here still playing with the Super Nintendo, which, guess what? 
I still have the same Super Nintendo, the original Super Nintendo, to this day. Same I don't here. have I don't have the new model they came out with, the smaller one, the one that has built-in games. No, no, my friend. I have all the original. Some of them have the little holders to keep the cartridge from getting dirty. I might have to break that out sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> same um, here. I got a bucket underneath my bed just full <laughs> of the games and... Um, and to, uh, uh, to that idea, the, the game system that's on your shirt is also on in that bucket too. Oh yeah. I, I, I will be talking about that. That's one of the reasons why I wore this N64 shirt today. I was like, <laughs> I got to wear it for the nineties, the nineties, uh, technology. Oh yeah. Um, some of the games that I would particularly play on Super Nintendo, um, played a lot of NHL 95. That was one of my favorites. Mm. It's funny when you're younger, like I used to dominate that game and now I'm good at it. Just not as good, maybe because I knew all the tricks. Yeah. And I used to win games like 21 to 3 because I just kept doing the same move over and over again. I This was cheese before. It was no one-timer either. So yeah. basically, you'd win the face-off. You'd get it to your left defenseman. He'd skate up the ice. You'd kind of like push the goalie out of the way and like backhand it in. You'd have an open net every time and it would go in. Oh, and I used to practice it first and I'd get it just right. And every time it just, yeah. <laughs> I would, uh that i used to play um nba jam i'd play um any of the madden games college football more like nhl was usually my game uh super mario all-stars yeah star fox um a game called uh i think it's gradius which is kind of like a, a space shooting game or whatever oh, okay but it was like a side scroller oh yeah, yeah so um there were other ones i played i mean i used to oh um, Nigel Manziel's um, Formula One Racing. Oh, okay. That game used I've to I've noticed get... that the theme for you is sports. Oh, yeah. It's been sports <laughs> for a long time. Um, I did play some Zelda, and I played some games like that, but they weren't always, like, my cup of tea, but... Yeah. Um, I actually geared myself more towards, like, the games that I got were, like, the Zeldas, um, Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite games of all time is Battletoads Double Dragons. Okay. Um the uh, Mario, any of the Mario games, yeah, um, you know, yeah. I um, I used to get really upset playing the Nigel Manziel game because I, I, I wouldn't win, and I would, <laughs> my I got to the point where my dad was like, "I'm hiding this from you, so you can't play it." And actually, special special shout out to my '90s hero growing up when I was a kid, Ken Griffey Jr. And there was Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, which came out, which I think is more popular than the one that I had, which was Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. One of my favorite sports games ever. Nice. I love it. I I have to replay it because I'd spend so long since I played it and I'm terrible at it now. But basically it was just Ken Griffey Jr. was the only actual like player in the game that was like a real life player. The rest of them were these like random names. Uh, trying to think of names off the top of my head, like um, Moose Muscles and... There was a Vinnie Clayton, and there were all these like you know, uh, like Fireball or something, or Fire Thunder or some weird shit. And some of them, based on their names, came with like abilities. And it was either like this really big, like jacked guy who like he was on steroids, or this little teeny tiny guy. Oh jeez! But I had a blast with it. And then oh, yeah. I specifically remember one day. I know I've talked about this before. I think I played it one day. I was getting dressed for. I was getting ready to go to school, and the game wasn't paused. And the refer the ref the ump turned around, knocked on the TV screen, and was like, "Play the game, kid!" And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, 
That's awesome. I didn't even know. I, like, I looked at my like, Dad, you're not even going to believe this. I was like, this is crazy. That is pretty cool. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I but, love those type of games. Like any of the games, the Nintendo games, I, I don't think you could really go wrong with them. No, and obviously they're still nostalgic I will say, today. Have you ever played Mario Paint? No. Okay, so there's this game called Mario Paint. And it's basically like you go in and it's like artsy, you know, you do different like, you know, you can draw and make different photos and different landscapes and things like that. And it was Mario themed in that game. There was a separate side game. And I swear to Christ, it was one of the hardest games you could ever play. So it started off. You have this little hand that goes around and it has a fly swatter on it. Okay. And little flies dart into onto the easel. And you got to smack them. And as you go, the bosses get harder and harder to the point where the fly is like this big, jacked up, juiced up thing. And you're smacking, trying to fuck the, like smack it. And it's like shooting like little like lasers and fucking beams and like little like gnats come flying off of it. And it's just out of control. And I used to get so pissed at it because I'd, I'd be, do good in the beginning. And then it got to like the crazy rounds. And each fly had like different like abilities and like. It was nuts. So it was like a small game, but in like, you know, the the whole idea of it was Mario Paint, but there was like this small game and it just, it it was so crazy. Jesus. One of these days I'll have to show you. Yeah, I'll have to see it for sure. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> the, um, the opponent over to Super Nintendo, which I also had one of these as well for a shorter period of time, uh, the Sega, mm. the Sega 18-bit. And I'll say this, it's nostalgic to play a Sega or Super Nintendo game with the 8-bit music and the 16-bit graphics or whatever you want to call them compared to now where it looks like you're actually looking at like a real thing. Oh yeah. But, you know, I I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Definitely. Um Sega games that I played, I had a game I played called Comic Zone that I wasn't very good at, but I did all right and it was basically it was a guy who was a comic, he went in, he he was a writer for a comic. Mm-hmm. He got put into the game and it was it was huh. all right sadly i never had a sega um i did play it with my friend a couple of times like son- we played sonic and stuff like that i would play with my cousin josh uh shout out to you josh we got we had a lot of fun times playing sega games we would play <laughs> uh um sonic 2 and usually he was sonic and i was tails and we used to like go into the special stage they had where you just got to collect coins, and we would go back and forth. They were collecting as many coins as we could. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we used to play this particular Spider-Man game, which I don't remember what it was called. But you had the option of use. It was a side scroller. You had a choice of either Spider-Man or Venom, and we would rotate who got what, and we'd play that for a long time when we'd have sleepovers and stuff. Um, <laughs> one of my personal favorites that I wish I could still play. Well, I'm sure I could, but I'd have to find it. Is um and uh. EC420 will tell you about this one. Mm. Um, it was Sega Genesis Greatest Heavyweights, which is kind of like, not necessarily like a Mike Tyson punch out, but it was a boxing game, but it uh, had like, you know, um, it had Larry Holmes, it had uh, Rocky Marciano, Jack Dempsey, um, Evander Holyfield, Muhammad Ali, like all the like the great, you know, all the great legends. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lewis and all of them. But they all came... <laughs> They all came with their own like personal like insult or taunt. Oh, so boy. like they'd have um um Rocky Marciano. So like the announcer would be like, In this corner, the heavyweight champion, Rocky Marciano, and the crowd would cheer, like the fake crowd or whatever, that pump the noise it's pumped in. He'd raise his arm, he'd be like, I'm gonna embezz you. 
<laughs> it's the best. Or they'd have, um, they had uh, Evander Holyfield, and it would be like, Evander Holyfield, it's hammer time. And it would just be, you know, there's either it's hammer time, I'm going to embarrass you, Jack Dempsey, I'm going to crush your skull. Like, oh, oh geez. I'll have to play it back. It's hilarious. And you would make your own person. And then you'd have to obviously go through and fight. I think then I think Mike Tyson was kind of in the game, but it was under a different name. I think it was like Mike Dixon was like the heavyweight champion. Yeah. So you could make your character, and I wasn't very good at the game, and but oh, so good. That's classic. So, classic. We used to do. Uh, we would also play uh, some golf, which I was terrible at golf. Yeah. And then we also had a game. It was um, the hell was it? It was oh, like a. Uh, Winter Olympics game. So it had to have been from like 94 when they were in Lilyhammer, I think it was in 94 when they um, had the, I think they had the Olympics that year, the Winter Olympics. Yeah. And I was terrible at those two. We used to try to do like the uh, down slope, the downhill slope. We did terrible at that. What are you doing? He he forgot to get put back into the bucket. Oh, it's, for the listeners, there's a Bruins uh, elf on a shelf that was. So funny. what? Leave him there. No, he's got to he's got to go back in the Christmas bucket. Fine, whatever. He's got to go back in the Christmas bucket, and then he has to come out in November. Fine. You know what? When the Bruins start losing more games, I'm going to blame you. They've already lost three games. This isn't about the Bruins. This is about <laughs> '90s technology. Get with the program. <laughs> you're the one who mentioned it. Well, you're the one that just randomly decided to grab Elfie on the shelfie over there. Because I was looking at it, and I'm like, we still have some things here. That well, yippee ki yay to you from Christmas, right, sir? So, uh, yeah, I, uh, Segos were fun. Uh, Sega then came out with the Dreamcast. I did not own a Dreamcast, nor did I own a Nintendo 64. Um, I did play a lot of N64 games that my friends had. Uh, notably, Mario 64, Super Smash Brothers, which was a revelation back then. I'm sure you remember Super Smash Brothers. Oh, I love Super Smash Bros. So, for those of you who have been living under a rock or don't understand the significance of Super Smash Brothers, or you're a Gen Z, or you're a Gen Z, which yeah, you've pretty you know you you've got the, the advanced version of Super Smash Brothers, um, yeah. So we're talking about adding multiple people from multiple franchises into one game and letting them beat the shit out of each other, which was incredible. By the way, by the way, I didn't add this in. By the way, we didn't add this in, and I know you're going to include it too. Um, as far as Super Nintendo games go, special shout out to Street Fighter Two. Ooh, yeah. As well as like the original Mortal Kombat games when blood was kind of like a no no. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat was like, we're not just gonna have you have blood. We're gonna have you be able to have the ability to uppercut somebody so hard that their fucking spine comes out of them as they go flying in the air and you kill them, or you uppercut them so hard they go flying in the air and they're impaled underneath by a just a gaggle of spikes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Look at you moving all kinds of stuff and making it look nice and neat now. Get a little room, you know. A little room. Letting it get a little messy in here. Yeah, okay. All right. I like it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I did not have... I would... I will say this. A Nintendo 64 is definitely on my list of gaming devices that I like to buy. And that'll probably be never because I just don't have... I know there are a lot of people who are fond of certain games. uh, Goldeneye for N64. Yeah. Um... People regard No Mercy as the greatest wrestling game ever made, which was part of the N64. Yeah. I didn't have an N64. The weird the, weird controller, by the way. Yeah. At some point... So you never had an N64? 
No, oh. I did not have an N64. My buddy Chris had an N64, and I would go over, but I would get stuck watching him play mm. uh, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. And just sit and watch him just run around doing nothing. And I'm like, this is boring. At some point, I'll have to hook up, because I have an N64, because I used to have WWF uh, for N64. You have No Mercy? No Mercy, I believe, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's a black cartridge with uh, Stone Cold on the front. No, that's Warzone, I think. No, I, I could have sworn it it's, was No Mercy. It's not No Mercy, because No Mercy has got the rock and stuff on it. Oh, okay. So maybe it's Warzone then. I'll have to, I'll have to show you afterwards. Okay. Because I have, I have it in the room over here. Okay. Well, I'll... Uh, hold on. Maybe... Oh, maybe you're all right. Maybe it is. It's got Stone Cold on the front? There's no Stone Cold. It's just plain... I could have sworn when I have one, I have a one similar to that, but it's a black cartridge and it has Stone Cold on it. I'll have to, I'll have to look at it afterwards. Oh no, it's right here. It's no, it's it's Warzone. Okay, so it's Warzone. Yeah, because it's right. Hold on, it's right there on the top, top left. Maybe that's the one. I'll have to look. Might be. Anywho, yeah, I, I mean, I do remember playing those games. I obviously wasn't watching wrestling because I wasn't technically allowed to. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, N sixty four and obviously Dreamcast. I didn't like. I said I didn't have a Dreamcast. I played a handful of games on Dreamcast. It was pretty revolutionary, but unfortunately, it was the last device that Sega made. Yeah, yeah. And then of course we moved into the mid nineties and some wonderful company, which is I think they're still around today. They're called PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation. And the original PlayStation came out, and I got a... I'll tell you this, my 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 PlayStation luck. Oh, look at us just going. I know, right? Close to an hour already. Oh, we've still got some more stuff to talk about, so... Do you want to split it in half to a 90s technology part two? No, because there's not a lot left on here. We're just going to breeze through the last part of it. All right, cool. I promise. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I obviously had, and you know, you can even throw a honorable mention of PlayStation 2 because it came out just as the millennium was turning. Yeah. So it was like right there. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot was N64. Wasn't no, PlayStation. Definitely was PlayStation, 100%. Crash Band. Oh, Crash Bandicoot. I'm thinking of Banjo and Kazooie. Oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah. No. I heard Bandicoot. Yo, you're right. Bandicoot is at PlayStation. Yeah. Tekken. My mistake. Yo, Tekken. Yep. Yeah, Tekken um, was great. Again, I went down the path of sports games. <laughs> so I was playing NHL games, NHL hits, preferably NHL 2002 and 2004. Shout out to those two games because I was amazing at those games and yeah. I had a blast playing them. NHL hits was great. Um, NFL games, I'd play Madden when Madden was still a good franchise before it became you know shit and just decided to get profit because people make microtransactions on getting fake cards that only last for a year. Yeah. Um, one of my personal favorite hockey games, which is not really in the realm of good hockey games, is um, EA, uh, EA Sports, uh, Fox Sports NHL Championship 2000. Still have it to this day. Still play it. It skips, but I know when it skips, it means it's almost done doing what it's doing. <laughs> so I've had it for so long. I actually got it from K&M. Oh, nice. K&M sold it, and I bought it, and I was like, this is amazing. Wow. It's one of my favorite games ever. That's cool. It'll, <clears throat> But, you know. Um, also the biggest thing with PlayStation two was, um, the memory cards that you had to get with your PlayStation so you could save where you were at. So if you were playing a, you know, side scroller or if you were playing a Tony Hawk game or something, which Tony Hawk came out late nineties too. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, if you were playing that, you could save your information. The next time you went in, you could go and use the upload the file. So you wouldn't have to restart from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Which used to be a pain in the butt. So 
That yeah, definitely. Do you have fond PlayStation memories? Yeah, well, I mean the 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 Crash Bandicoots, the the Tekken. Um, I was a big fan of. Um, there was this game, uh, Casper. Okay. The Friendly Ghost. Um, I know I'm missing games like um, <clears throat> Rayman. I'm missing um, Final Fantasy and stuff. Final I just Fantasy. I didn't play those games, but Tomb I know Raider. Right. I didn't. I didn't play those games. Oh. Yeah. Spyro. Oh, Spyro. The original Spyro. Spyro is fantastic. Oh, I love Spyro. Love me some Spyro. I used to play um, the South Park version of um, Mario Kart, which was South Park Rally. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I still have it. What a great game that was. <laughs> Hilarious. So, you know, like when you have... Um, so when you're playing Mario Kart or whatever, and someone would throw like the squid ink, the squid ink covers the screen. Yeah. So when you run over in Mario and... um. And South Park, that their version of that is the screen to flash different colors with a middle picture of Saddam Hussein's face, and it's going, ah, stop it, guy, yeah, stop it. <laughs> I'll show you sometime. Oh, it's geez. fucking hilarious. That's awesome. And power ups to like go faster, like you press like cheesy poofs and you fart or whatever, and oh, or you can shoot cheesy poofs at people. And there's one with like, oh, it's it's great. That's funny. It's amazing. <laughs> um, let's let's fire through the last run here. Also, yeah. um. Honorable mention to another uh, just past 90s into early 2000s, the Xbox, because the first Xbox came out around the same time, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, about Xbox. The original iMac desktop, which came in multiple colors, the gummy bear colors, as they said, which yeah. was revolutionary, and came, um, you could purchase floppy disks with that. You could have floppy disk, and for those of you who don't know, before thumb drives and zip drives and all that good stuff, you had a floppy disk where you had to save your information. And you could hand that into school or you could upload it and print it out and do whatever you had to do. And it saved a lot of trouble and now they're obsolete. But, you know. Yeah. Actually, uh, a lot of things now you can just send through like a Word document or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but those were fun. Floppy disks, obviously, are gone in time. Also, um, before there was, I need to shout this out because you don't know about this and you said you didn't. Before there was Wikipedia, there was a fine uh, company or group called Encarta. Which you would download their yeah. information. You would download the disc or whatever. I had specifically in Carta ninety five. Definitely don't remember that. Which would give you all the information you needed, and I specifically remember it. Are you okay over there? You got a cramp. You got a poop. Oh. I, I, I can't wait any longer. <laughs> Keep them entertained, my boy. <laughs> well, they're going to be entertained knowing that you're prairie dogging. And I'm, I'm prairie dogging. <laughs> um, to discuss Palm Pilots, which were um, basically like you know. Uh, personal uh personal assistance to you so that way you could kind of set up your that was more of a kind of um business person kind of thing where you had to you know make sure you had you know i'm taking this flight or i need to know about this information and that i mean you basically have a palm pilot on your phone now because your phone does everything so it's not that big of a deal uh what else we have here hit clips so there was a boom period in the late 90s, early 2000s, where pop music was pretty goddamn popular. And you had bands such as um, the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, there was Hanson, there was 98 Degrees. You had bands like O-Town, uh, Dream Street, uh, Spice Girls. How far can I, can I keep going with this? Um, I get, New Kids on the Block's more of an 80s thing. They weren't really in the 90s period. Well, they were early 90s, but not the late 90s. Um said 98 Degrees, I think. Uh, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Mandy Moore, all of them. Well, anywho, 
And then there was obviously like more hip hop genre rap, rap stars, whatever out there. So I do remember having these. So hit clips were these little tiny um, preset songs for about 30 seconds or 45 seconds, whatever it was. You could have a collection of them that you would have on this little player. You would put it in. You'd have one earbud in your ear. Um, that, by the way, was attached to a cord because there was not wireless headphones just yet. There was not, you know, ear pods like there are nowadays. Um, you had to have everything with a cord, which, by the way, the easiest thing to do with a cord would have been to try to run it down like the inside of your shirt so the cord didn't get tangled on something when you were walking around listening to your Walkman. Um, also, for a Walkman, if you bumped into something, it would skip. So you had to make sure that you were very careful about what you were doing. Anywho, um, so the hit clip, you would you would pop it in you would press the button and it would play its specific 30 to 45 second maybe longer song and then you could change them out and i had a couple of them oh i had an aaron carter one i know i had britney spears i think i had nsync and there was just there was different ones you could do it was pretty cool um disposable cameras obviously were a big thing in the 90s uh you know go to you know a cvs a walgreens a kmart caladors and ames I'm just going to name a bunch of old places that don't exist anymore. Um, but you could go there and get a disposable camera and take pictures and then bring it. Um, you could also have your own camera. I did see that um, Apple came out with like one of the first digital cameras that took kind of terrible photos. But obviously for its time, you know, you got what you paid for. And obviously, you know, technology grows over time. And it's crazy to it's crazy to think that like if you're thinking about technology, about how quick, how far along and how quick it comes along, you're like to yourself, you know, I'd like to go back and tell myself, you know, you know, go back to like in the future, like 50, sorry, 50 years and talk about how crazy technologies come along compared to, you know, now where in actuality, you could probably just go back 10 years, if that, and talk to, you know, myself from 2013 and say, you're not even going to believe the shit that is available now. I mean, who would have thought we'd have like Teslas out now that, you know, drive themselves, which, you know, there's obviously there have been flaws and obviously they need to be worked on over time. And that happens with, you know, newer technology. But once it's dialed in and there's no problems, like it's going to be crazy the way the future works and just give it another couple of years. And I mean, I'm sure when my kids grow up there, you know, they're not even at 10 years old yet. I mean, there's a couple more years for them to do that, but by the time they're driving vehicles, they're probably going to be driving like automated. Like it's going to just drive itself for you or it'll be that it'll be the machine. It'll be the car driving with you kind of giving it an assist to make sure that if something does go wrong, you as a driver are there. So um, I guess the last thing I'll finish off with for 90s tech is uh, stuff that uh, I experienced when I was going to school in the 90s, which would be um, – they didn't necessarily have TVs like in the room like they do now, which I don't know if that's, I'm sure that's still a thing, but um, you would have the TV on a cart and the TV would be strapped in. And if the, you know, that was, that was a good day in school because the, the teacher rolled in the cart, went down the hall to the AV room, grabbed the, you know, the TV, rolled it back in and you guys were going to, you know, watch a, a show for, you know, 30 or 45, maybe minutes, maybe an hour about whatever particular topic you were talking about. It could be about, you know, the Oregon Trail. It could be about, you know, whatever Mesopotamia or whatever particular thing you're talking about. I know I watched the the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe once. So um, speaking about Oregon Trail, 
let's talk about computers in school. So computers, when I was growing up, weren't obviously, you know, how they are nowadays where they're, you know, very commonplace. Like we didn't really have a computer lab. Like we had maybe, I think, I think when I was in like maybe like third or fourth grade, they became more and more popular and they had like three or four computers in the room and you could play, um, you could play Oregon Trail. You could play, which obviously was a all time favorite still is to this day. You could play like uh, NFL math or something like that or any whatever games they had available. Mostly of them, most of them were usually educational. And the only real time that you got to play Oregon Trail and be the actual person playing was if um, you were the line leader at school and you got to get first and you had to stay inside because it rained. So you couldn't go outside for recess. So you got to be the first person in, you went right to the computer, you knew exactly where Oregon Trail was, and you played it. And then you had four or five friends that were huddled around you that wanted to have their name in it too, and you guys would all, you know, you would play and you would try to, you know, steer your raft um, to make sure you didn't, like, you know, crash or anything to keep your wagon safe, or you'd shoot the buffaloes or whatever you had to do. And it was a good time, and like I said, it's, you know, it's it's still a good game to this day, and it's been remade, and but nothing will beat the original and stuff. So um, I used to be a big fan of playing that uh, backyard baseball. I kind of actually want to find backyard baseball and download it. Cause I like, I like playing the games that I do now, but I'll be honest. I bought like the new NHL game for my PS4. I haven't really played it that much. Not as much as I probably should be for the amount that I paid for. So I would love to be able to just play backyard baseball. And I don't know if I would get the original backyard baseball or the second version they came out with, which had the like MLB stars on. They had uh, Derek Jeter, I think was in the game, Mike Piazza, Ken Griffey, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. And you could just load your team up with like these superstars. Um, I do remember having backyard hockey, uh, roller coaster tycoon was a big game back in the nineties. Duke Nukem. I didn't play too much Duke Nukem. I was never really into like the first person shooter games. Like I said, I was more of the sports kid who played the sports games. Um, but yeah, the computers in school were helpful. I did have a time frame where I won't say that I was a, a dumb child, but I do have kind of, you know, I'm holding the fort down by the way. Um, I do have like some ADHD or ADD kind of qualities. So there was a special time that I would get taken out of class to meet with a certain teacher to kind of help me out. And I would do this uh, Mario keyboard game where I had to like press the corresponding keys to be able to do whatever I needed to do to, you know, match. So my keyboard skills got a little bit better. Um, You, sir, have missed out on um, Palm Pilots. Never had one. Uh, The Hit Clips. Never had one. You know what the Hit Clips are? No. So I'll quickly explain it again. So... What, was it a music player? Yeah. It like was, a little tiny. It was a tiny one that played like 45 seconds of like a hit song from NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Aaron Carter, whatever. Yes. I right. never had have one. Okay. I did. I had one. I didn't have a lot of songs and it was okay. But um, <laughs> we talked about how TVs in school weren't quite mounted to the walls just yet. They were rolled in on a cart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked about computers in school and how if you were the line leader and it was a rainy day, you were the first kid to a computer. So you got to play Oregon Trail. Oh, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, yeah. Love Oregon, Oregon I mentioned Trail. that. I mentioned uh, backyard baseball, backyard baseball, uh, roller coaster tycoon. Oh, roller coaster! That was one of my favorite games. <laughs> um, uh, Duke Nukem, all those '90s games. We also okay. talked about disposable cameras quickly. 
which obviously oh, yeah. is just yeah. Those things were funny. Right. Um, the last thing I'll mention before we go in school was projectors, which before they, you know, they would pull the screen down. I don't know if you had this, but they would pull the screen down. They'd bring the projector in. If you had to do math or whatever, the teacher would write on the thing and you'd have to write on the projector so you could see. So the whole class could see. Yes. Nowadays, it's not. Now you can just like pull the screen down and have, you know, whatever. The computer. Right. Exactly. And it yeah, that's how they up. do presentations. Right. So, but yeah, so I was mentioning how I kind of want to get myself a laptop to be able to get, I'd get a laptop and I would get backyard baseball. I kind of want to play backyard baseball. <laughs> I do. I see other YouTubers do it and I'm like, I, I, I want to play backyard baseball. Yeah. I think they probably have emulators on, uh online that you can buy instead of like buying the actual game i mean it's it's depending whatever works i mean i know sometimes emulators have their problems that's so true yeah i think i'd rather just and i was trying to just in my head discuss do i want the original backyard baseball or do i want to get the like the one with the mlb players to you know get some cheese going and oh, get all yeah. the best players no i <laughs> i do i want to play i think they would be fun that's cool i i don't play my nhl game that i paid a lot of money for enough so yeah, Screw yeah. It, I'll just play some backyard baseball. Hey, you know. So, and I know there's a bunch of other '90s stuff that's out there, but that's a lot of the stuff that I at least remember as a child. And then, of course, we went into the 2000s, and that's a different conversation for a different time period. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this journey with us on the Wicked Ks yeah. of going back in time and hearing about what a couple of couple of dinosaurs we are. Yeah, and if you know anything that we missed, please, we have our socials, we're going to read them out again. I know there is stuff that we missed, but I just, I kind of was just putting the bullet points of stuff that I specifically remember. Yeah. Because, like, I don't remember zip drives, and there was other, like, I don't remember the first Apple digital camera, like, I don't remember that shit. I do remember when the Nerf guns came out, but those weren't technology, really. Not really, no, that's that's in the toy category. We'll, the toy. Get, we'll get to that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Wicked Ks. We are streaming on... What? Go ahead, you can do it first, it's fine. No, no, it's okay, go ahead. Apple Podcasts. Go ahead. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Tune in. Yeah. It's, it's for you, you can have it. I, I don't need it. But you can do it. You want me to do it? Yeah. <sighs> Deezer. <laughs> <laughs> that was Deezer for those Deezer. of you who didn't hear. He needed to make it weird. I <laughs> I honestly was like, oh, sh-, like you were like taking a breath. I'm like, should I take my headphones off? <laughs> I just wanted to whisper it like that's, ASMR. That's Deezer. creepy. That's creepy. And wherever else you can get all major podcasts as well as YouTube. Uh, most episodes drop at noon on Sunday on both the streaming services and the YouTube. Um, and any other special episodes that come out, you know, holiday episode or something. We'll let you know in advance, and it'll be on our socials. Yeah. Uh, phone number is 774-764-9074. Give us a call if you want to, you know, go on a date with me or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, you know, help support the show. If you want to be on the show, give us a call. We can try to set something up so you can be on the show. Um, yeah, and obviously if you want to give us any, any information or any feedback on how we're doing, let us know. You can also do that through the email at thewickedks at gmail.com. Uh, the website, you can find all of our information there at uh, the Wicked KS. Sorry, oh, sorry. The website's thewickedks.com. The Gmail is thewickedks at gmail.com. I think I did that wrong, but I just yes. fixed it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter at the Wicked KS. 
And then, of course, the always fun uh, $3 a month uh, Patreon subscription, patreon.com forward slash wickedks. We'd greatly appreciate it. Like we've said before, we're not going to use any of the money that's given to us to go out and buy some pizza or something. We want to try to improve the show. I mean, I will say this. Kyle has done, uh, you know, a a ton of work as far as trying to, you know, he's the one that set up the show on, you know, Buzzsprout. He's the one that's been, you know, buying all the equipment and I mean, a lot of the equipment he already had, but the new device that we have that he purchased to have the show be, you know, a little bit more mobile and entertaining for you has been there. Um, I'm just here providing my voice and eventually when I get money, I'd like to be able to dump some in to try to get some, um, uh, what, to Advertising? Yeah, you go. That's the what I was looking for. I'm sorry, my I haven't really eaten anything today, and it's two thirty, and my brain just kind of mush right now. <laughs> Should have seen me this morning trying to call the credit card company about my bill, and I'm just like, "What number did you need?" I'm sorry, I just woke up, and they're like, "Oh, it's okay." And uh, <laughs> my brain was just like, "It was like, it's so, okay, man." You know, and uh, like I said, you you always tell me all the time that you're like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't." I feel bad because I talk a little bit, you know, more than you. And the the idea of that comes from that your talent really does come from your personality and your your vocal skills. Thanks, friend. And that's that's important, especially when we do an audio show. So I have a lot of respect for that. And you know, I, I, appreciate I will that. say I I appreciate that. Thank you. I do not like being in front of a camera. I get very fidgety. In front of the camera. Yeah. If I'm with a group of people, like if we were together for like a, a Patriots or a Bruins group photo, and they're like, yeah, smile for the camera. At least I have other people that I could be goofy with. Yeah. But if it's just like, hey, we need to take a single shot of you. Like if I was trying to get like to be like an actor in Hollywood, I had to do headshots. No. No. I mean, at some point no. I would I would like to record our shows on the camera, but that we just don't I, have that ability. But that means moment. I have to wear pants. No, oh, <laughs> don't tell them about our affairs. No, I don't have any affairs. <laughs> I have pants on, okay? Ah, okay? I have pants on unless... Ne- never mind. Nope, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Ain't going there. Well, I was going to say unless, you know, Megan or Emily come into the picture, in which case the pants will be... Nope. <laughs> it's already been implied now, so at this point you might as well just go with it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, I don't know... I mean, we still have, you know, a 90s cartoon episode you can do. There's, you know, 90s foods or drink we could talk about that don't exist anymore. Uh, 90s sports will be a big one that I'll probably have the major reins on. Um, I guess you could do, well, 90s sports. Would you do 90s wrestling by itself then? I mean, yeah, I think I think okay. 90s wrestling would be a separate entity it's good that'll be an episode that you and i can go 50 50 on that'll that'll be good oh yeah yeah the the attitude era which was a big boom period in the 90s everybody was watching it you should see the numbers that they used to get back then you wouldn't even come close to those numbers for anything now it's unbelievable oh yeah did you hear about uh the whole roman reigns and and Sami Zayn? like they got I think it was like 20 million views in less than 24 hours after the royal rumble or something like that. oh yeah yeah i believe it that's, That's the problem, though. Like, you don't get the ratings on TV you used to because everything's being streamed or it's being shared or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks for listening. Like I said, thanks for taking this journey to, you know, see how much of a dinosaur that I am. I appreciate it. Um, just remember this. I might be old, and some of these products from the 90s may be old, but the classics, they never die. They never die. Wicked pisser. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thanks for listening. Like I said, we appreciate all the uh, support from whomever is out there 
Pretty sure my mom's like 20 episodes still behind, so shame on her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do know, however, a shout out to Colin whenever this episode comes out and you've been listening loyally and I really appreciate that. Definitely. So if anybody wants, yeah, exactly. If anybody wants to be on the show, let us know. Until then, peace and love y'all. A wicked pissa. Let's get wicked. Yeah.